Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast. That's Rob, I'm Tom, and we're going to take you on the journey. What is the CGT? Here we go. Hey, folks. Welcome back to episode three of the CGT Podcast. How are we doing there, Rob? Good. How about yourself, Tom? Good, man. Just uh, enjoying another week, getting ready for a massive, massive guest coming on. How about oh, yeah. You? I'm excited. Yeah. Tonight, there's a little bit of a, a different buzz in the uh, the air tonight for uh, Mr. Ryan French coming on in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know both you and I follow him uh, on Twitter. I'm kind of a, a shady fanboy of his. Um, I've been following him for a while. Uh, I think he's unbelievably hilarious. Oh, it's, it's a great follow. I don't think he tries to be either. He's just like naturally pretty funny. Um, kind of sarcastic in some ways, but his humor is, is awesome. It's kind of dry. It's awesome. But yep. Um, yep. yeah, there's a different, you know, there's a different buzz. Uh, we got some rain coming down. So, you know, there's just a, yeah, I feel a little bit more alive tonight. <laughs> a little fresh, yeah. fresh air. Fresh. What, uh, what'd you think of the zoo? I didn't get to watch most of, much of it. Yeah, either did I. I caught a little bit of the end, and then honestly, I didn't even watch the uh, the final. No, I just saw some of the highlights. Saw him eagle eighteen. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean Hideki is just so good, dude. Yeah, it's just, it's so hard to you know the time zone, the time difference, and waking up and you know missing most of it. So true. Um, I I'm kind of off and on uh on Hideki like you know a couple years ago I'm like dude this guy is going to be you know I I think he had like the the Colin Morikawa trajectory like early on and then he Mm kind of faded for a little bit but then obviously he won the the Masters um but I mean the guy gets so upset when he is like eight yards left of the pin it's it's the the one-handed swings are awesome or the one-handed follow-throughs I should say yeah yeah. And they end up like what 10, 15 feet from the pin, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost frustrating to see it because as soon as he does it, you're like, oh my god, this thing's you know a fairway over, and it's literally eight feet left of the pin. It's like, what are you, what are you upset about? But I guess when you're that dialed in, you know, rightfully so. Right. I guess it's a little different than than us. <laughs> right. You know. My uh, one-handed follow-through is usually just a uh, ten-yard off the tee. Yeah, a little, a little uh, topper to start the day. Yep. Yeah, those are never fun, man. The worst, the worst I think is going off cold, like oh, no, yeah. range, no range, no nothing. Oh yeah, but you're you're a big range guy, aren't you? I yeah, I mean, so I just don't get how people aren't. Well, it's, I, I feel like you either have it or you don't. So, yeah, but like when you go play basketball in a Wednesday night league, do you just show up and your, your first shot is during the game? No, I break my foot and never play again. Well, or that happens. <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You typically warm up. You warm right. up doing anything you do. Um, I just need, for me, it's more of just getting loose, like my back. Um, uh, my legs, like, I don't feel loose. If I don't hit the range or stretch before playing, I won't, honestly, I won't be loose until like the 13th or 14th hole. And then I start to get pissed off because then I, I start playing well and I'm like, all right, well, I, 
I want to play another 18. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Speaking of playing, um, did you get out this past weekend? I did not. I think I'm uh, for the outside. I'm done. Yeah. I think I'm going to try to get out one last time uh, this Saturday. And the uh, course is to be determined. We're trying to, to fit in a uh, potential 2022 course. But uh, hey, Saturday's supposed to be nice, isn't it? Or no, Sunday's supposed to be really good. Nice out, though, too. Yeah, it kind of flip-flopped on us from yeah. Saturday to Sunday. And, you know, we're, we're looking at maybe a little bit of rain. So we might stay local, but I'd like to get out to uh, a potential west side or north side course. So there you go. Yeah. How did uh, how'd Saturday go? Saturday, it was good. It, yeah. uh, um, it was awesome. I was beautiful. You know, it was cold in the morning. I had... I had LJ's on, aka Long John's, <laughs> and I was dying by, you know, probably like ten thirty. You know, it was, it was super. It was perfect golf weather. Was it a scramble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would um, you come in at? I think we finished at six. The winner was at like ten. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's not. I mean, and not to put down like, you know, the average Joe. I just there's not very many good golfers in in the. Uh, EIU outing. Oh yeah. Um, there's a lot. They're, of, they're there for other reasons. There's a lot of good dudes. Just yeah. not, you know. Um, but no, the winning team I think was, I think it was um, same team that's won it maybe the last like two out of the last three years. Maybe the huh. maybe the O'Neill brothers and two other guys I'm forgetting, but uh, they have a good squad. They're all probably under a 12 under a 10. Yeah. yeah. So they're pretty good. Uh, you guys play North or South? So I was wrong. Played South. Oh. Which actually I enjoy more than the North. So, is South, do you start off with a par five or is that North you start off with a par five? So North you start off with par five. Okay. I just think South is a little bit tighter. There's more threes. <laughs> like there's there's more to the course. Yeah. You know, I feel like, I feel like, uh, North is kind of more just like wide open. Um, that's true. Yeah. I mean, good day all around, you know, we had fun, made some birdies. Um, we bogeyed a hole. Oh, that's never good. No, it was, it was not good at all. Which hole is that? I don't even remember. I think it was like, <laughs> well, we started on, I think, three. And I want to say it was like, I don't know, maybe eight or nine, somewhere in that ballpark. I mean, yeah, it wasn't good. But uh, no, really good. My question is, were you better off the tee with your training? So... Off the tee, um, I kind of resorted back to because I didn't want to mess with anything that was going on. Mm -hmm. So I kind of resorted back to just like my normal um, little cut. But there was a couple holes that I did play a draw where I I felt more like you know hunched over slash you know more more of a C posture instead of an S curve, but um, 
and it felt good, but I didn't really mess around with it on my irons. I didn't have uh, the trust to do it. Not yet. No, not yet. I mean, we're still very, very early in the, uh, the game here. <laughs> so, I mean, especially at the end of the year, I mean, we got what, like I said, maybe I'll get out one or two more times and then that's when I'll, I'll change everything. Yep. Um, in the laboratory yeah. in your garage right there. Yeah. Yeah. In the lab, hopefully be, uh, in the fairway majority of the time, but, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Nice. You got to put a, uh, a simulator in your garage. I know. I was joking about that. Uh, Shane was over on Saturday. Um, and, uh, we're going over what we need to do in order to get one in here. So that might be a little winter project. I should, uh, start a CGT consulting. You should. I've had, yeah, we got, we got Gavin. So potentially Gavin. Yep. There you go. Uh, Matt Tronowski has stopped over here in the last like two months to scope out, you know, the details and the screen and, you know, how I lifted the rafters. And right. uh, I went over to Matt Leahy's like a month ago to pretty much look at his space mm-hmm. um, and what he should be doing. Speaking of, did you see my or our Twitter or uh, IG? Oh, yeah, his, little, his little golf trip. His golf trip was ridiculous. Yeah, I was, was quite jealous of that one. He played 36. So he played 36 a day for, I think, five or six days straight. My hands would have been done. He, they played, I think, Pebble twice, Spyglass twice, uh, Poppy Hills, like Spanish Bay. I mean, Ooh. yeah, the, these aren't like just yeah. – yeah, this is I, – I told him, like, you know, this is like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing, right? And he's like, yeah. I'd say. I'd say. Yeah, so he came home. Well, so he texted me, like, two days after he got home, and I'm like, how are you even thinking about golf right now? <laughs> I'm like, aren't you golfed out? And he's like, yeah, but, you know, he wants to get it in before, uh, you know, the, the winner's here. But Oh, yeah. There's a there's a bunch of guys that have reached out um, over the years and have asked um, – See, it feels like it's more feasible now. You know, you just don't have to go with obviously TrackMan or something like that. There's more cost-effective things out there. Know what I should do? Honestly, I should contact SkyTrack, who I have, and be like, "Hey, this is what we're doing. Um, how about a discount for the boys?" <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I. Hey. Sure I mean, Shane was talking about getting one too. So, I'm telling you, SkyTrack um is awesome it's within four yards it's considered commercial and it's on the low end of commercial um i tell everybody if you're somewhat handy you could do it yourself and be all in for 3k which is very reasonable oh yeah of course and then i always tell guys like listen you're going to use it for the first year a lot and then after that you know, you'll start to see a little bit of a decline, but if you're just looking to stay loose over the winter, um, hit shots, kind of dial in your, your, your irons, your wedges, um, it's, dude, it's perfect. Well, I mean, if you think about it, these indoor places, you know, they charge easily 30, 40 bucks for uh, what, 
18, yep. you know, it's like and how many times you go do that, but you can put it in your garage and do it every day if you wanted to or yep. not. Right. And that's, that's the biggest part is the convenience factor. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have a, we have a Thursday night golf league here in the winter time, as you know, uh, yep. just an excuse to get together and we play a skins game. It's awesome. We have a giant whiteboard that, you know, acts as a scorecard. Um, like I said, it, it's awesome. I mean, there's 30 different courses you could play. It's so worth it. It's if you're, if you're in the market, if you guys are, if any of you guys are on the fence, just do it. You'll, you'll be happy. Just, just stop by Tom's house. Just, oh, yeah, glad, he'll gladly have you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, no, it's great. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to get out, uh, this Saturday. And I think that's a wrap, man. Yeah. Next week does not look forties. <laughs> it's all forties. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're on the back end here. Yeah. Hard. Um, no. Yeah. So I think tomorrow is going to be pretty good with, um, obviously episode two comes out tomorrow, but I think the, uh, the uproar that we're going to see when, when Rob gets upset, um, losing heritage bluffs, you know, I got, I finally got over it. I felt you just had to bring, you had to bring it back up. Well, I was watching it. I kind of felt sad. Like I was, you you should. I told my wife, she was sitting next to me. I said, I go, he legit got mad. I, you don't understand that. That course is an awesome hidden gem. It is. Um, That's a fun course to play tournament golf on. So speaking of the weather, um, speaking of playing golf, uh, I know we've talked about this a little bit, but uh, so the first annual or the inaugural CGT trip. What do you think about that? Trip? Buddy's trip, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. So. Got to do it. Well, I think we're we're going to eventually end up doing it anyways. So yeah. it in I've had guys ask me about it. It's just, it's a lot of work. Um, especially if we, you know, if we, if we mustered up like, a group of 30 that's an awful lot of logistics yes um, yeah so i mean is what it is um but i'm thinking february um maybe az you love az love ac maybe florida at the az yeah but no um so we got to talk um a little bit about some some changes for next year we i know we talked about this last episode but we didn't really dive deep into it sure um so for you know new guys listening um we are going to be doing cross tour testing next year um rob mentioned it last week when we talked about you know heritage bluffs but to dive a little bit more uh, deeper into that. So pretty much what we mean by that um, is if you have a buddy, say you're on the South side tour and you have a buddy that's on the North side tour and you see a couple tracks on his schedule and you're like, man, I really want to go check out those tracks. You know, let me know when you play. Well, now you can't. So you can go play those tracks with your buddy on the North side tour 
and you'll be able to, to attest to his score so that it goes towards official scoring and vice versa. So, right. um, yeah. So, you know, South guys could play with North, North could play with West. They could all play together. Um, which is, which is awesome. Cause like, for instance, I'd love to play the McCray. Yeah. You know? And so I'm just putting it out there right now for any Northsiders. If you need someone to attest next season. Rob's your guy. I'm your man. So, Dude, I know it's hard because we're both, you know, you're in the West, I'm in the South, and, you know, we both have kids, so it's, it's hard to get up to a track up North, but right. I'm telling you, man, they're, some of their courses, a majority of their courses are like a step above public, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I mean, up there, yes, it's. I mean, even looking at their websites, the pictures and everything, but I've been at weddings at McCray and stuff like that. And I've always wanted to play that. And they just look beautiful out there. So yeah, I think the whole crossing attesting is that's pretty cool. I think it's going to be fun for a lot of guys. Yeah. That. And then um, probably the biggest, the biggest by far change we have coming in 2022 um, is the e-flight. Yes. And that's the plus 18 handicaps are now going to have, um, you know, one, a, a chance to, to play at their normal handicap, but all e-flight members will compete against e-flight members. Right. So, um, you know, they have separate, um, payouts and, and point system. And then, you know, the A, B, C, and D flights will operate, you know, as is in, as they did in, in 2021. Right. Um, so basically we're, we're opening it up to uh, 18 plus handicaps. You know, you'll play at your full handicap, but you'll play with, you know, other, you'll, yeah. play, you'll play Hello. against, you know, other e-flight members. You're still right. more than welcome to play with, you know, whoever you want on tour. Um, actually I had a guy email me today. Pretty good question. Um, interested in joining next year. He asked about flights, the ranges, and then he also asked about if you have to play with somebody that's, you know, in your flight. And I said, no, as, as long as they're another, as long as they're a, a CGT member, um, that's all that really matters. Uh, right. I told him. Right. So. No, that's good. I, I think that's awesome. Um, you know, for the West and the North, depending on how many people we have, you know, obviously there's always going to be that flight for the 18 plus cappers. Not necessarily has to be the e-flight, what I'm getting at, but there's always, there's that option for every tour, you know? Right. Yeah. True. Good, good point. I, I just assumed, you know, we are going to grow in the North and the West. I'm I'm assuming we'll have a, uh, a D fight, but that's a good point. I agree. Um, yeah, that is a good point. Um, but it is exciting because, you know, anybody and everybody can golf now and, you know, have a chance. So, right. Right. And we're going to work it out to where, you know, um, as a small percentage of, of total members, you know, that would be put aside towards, you know, the e-flight to kind of build up, um, you know, the uh, excitement, the purse, the points, everything like that. So uh, we'll make it just as, you know, the, the tour last year, you know, just, just as exciting, competitive. Yeah. Um, but that was a big ask from the, uh, 
the responses we got. So, you know, again, we're, we're looking to, you know, that's why we put them out is to, is to get that positive feedback get everybody else's perspective. Obviously, you know, this was uh, an idea that we, that we rolled out. We, you know, we definitely put a, a ton of work into it and I think we molded it to where we, you know, where we want it to be and we're definitely on track, but it's also, it's also good to, to see, you know, from a different set of eyes, right. the player side, um, to get that feedback and, and, you know, um, see what else we could do. So, yeah, I mean, obviously we just want to make it the most enjoyable for people and, you right. know, they have a good time. And I think, you know, if you make, if we level the playing field more for people, it's a good thing. Right. Right. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's probably the, the two biggest by far. Um, another, another ad in, in 2022, this is also a monster one, but, um, th this is probably geared towards maybe, uh, guys that play a little bit more than the, the standard guy. Um, but we're going to be offering a players club membership in 2022. Yep. Well, what that means is, is essentially we're going to be turning semi-private in so many words to where we're going to be able to offer X amount of courses. And we're thinking for the first year, five or six from each tour, right? So collectively 15 to 18, 15 to 20, somewhere in that ballpark. That's the goal. Uh, yeah. And we're going to have a, uh, an upfront fee. And then we're also going to offer a monthly subscription fee. Um, and basically you book directly with that course, you show up, no greens fee, no cart fee, you go play. And that's it. Obviously there's, there's going to be some, some timeframes and, and things of that nature and, you know, certain windows, but you know, you're, you're not going to find anything out there, you know, in terms of having the ability to play on tour, um, a player players club membership, um, Price point wise, I'm saying you're not going to find anything out there. Um, right. So what we think we could do um, in 2022. So that's going to be huge. Um, well, I, I mean, I saw it when we talked about the championships, people are excited about it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, we're hoping, you know, with the, with the schedules that we have, if we could pull five or six courses from each one of those schedules, It'll, pre, it'll be a pretty good, uh, you know, a pretty good setup for a lot of people to be able to play, you know, those 15, 20 tracks for essentially a, a one-time deal. Um, and then also what comes with that is a lot of value. So not only the, the discounted rate, huge discounted rate that you'd be getting at the course, um, but you'd have access to our new e-commerce, which is going to be taking place on our website with um, clubs, you're going to have a special discount on CGT apparel. Um, so you're, you're going to have access to a lot of things that just the normal tour membership, you know, would get you. Um, I would compare it to going to the club, you go to the club and there's a VIP section. So the VIP section is essentially the players club membership. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, yeah, it's, I think, uh, you know, especially for those weekend warriors and all those guys that like to golf a lot, it's going to be very beneficial. 
Yeah. Um, Make it easier on them too. Yeah. And then we're, we're working on something right now that would be tailored to everybody. Um, instead of just getting you guys the two week discount during the event, we're trying to get uh, a CGT wide discount for that course for the entire year. So it would almost be like the, it almost be like the poor man's membership Yeah, <laughs> where, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Oh yeah. If you think about it like that, because if you, if you have access to all those tracks and you're getting the discounted rate, it's very similar. It's like a tiered off players membership. Yep. Um, so we're, we're trying to pull that. Um, so just not during the two weeks, we're trying to get it all year round for you guys at those courses. Um, so yeah, we're, we're doing some grinding this off season. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's right now. It's crazy. Like I bet a lot of people wouldn't think our busy time is now. And unfortunately it, it, it is in like the next month, you know, we're obviously pretty busy during, you know, during the year, especially registration. Um, but believe it or not, like right now is the time we start to contact these courses, negotiate rates. I mean, some courses that we have really good relationships with, we, we pretty much have already told them, Hey, we'll see you in 2022. And you know, that's not really a, a big deal, but the, the newer courses that we're going after the ones that we, we've been scouting, that's when it gets, you know, like a cat and mouse game. You know, a lot of these guys won a lot of the, the GMs had pros, assistant pros, one, as soon as the year's over, they're pretty burnt out. The last thing they want to do is talk about a bunch of, you know, schmucks coming out next year to play their course. They're like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll circle back, you know, after the new year. Right. Uh, a lot of them go on vacation. So a lot of them go down to like Florida and they're gone for, you know, a couple months. So right. trying to get in touch with these guys is sometimes it's pretty difficult. Um, so if, if any of you guys have connections, <laughs> to you know any good tracks in the area or you know i i definitely remember talking to some guys at the championship who who mentioned they do have some connections at courses feel free you know to reach out to us um let us know you know put us in contact and you know i'm sure we can work something out so sure yeah but uh as far as what's new in 20 there's a, there's a bunch of other little minor things having to do with the uh the player handbook and uh the process in which you know you you post scores or things of that nature that we're looking to switch up um yeah we're just trying to make everything a little bit more easier yeah more more flows better so right. we're working with leaderboard king and all that stuff so more streamlined uh, yeah speaking of that so that's another new one um we're adding, we're adding the, uh, the Slack chat feature. Yes. Yeah. We're integrating that. Um, some guys are familiar with that from other, uh, golf forums, podcasts, stuff like that. It's awesome. Um, you'll be able to target specific tours, um, you know, verbiage, things like that. Stay in touch with, uh, your specific tour. You could also follow the other tours through channels. Uh, yep. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I, it's pretty sweet with the hashtags and everything. Okay. Yeah, it just makes it super easy to, to one, to follow specific 
conversations that like, for instance, if you can only play Thursday, you know, you could literally type in October, whatever Thursday, and then you could see if anybody's talked about it. Um, you know, that's a great, I mean, that's, that's the huge point right there. Is it to make it easier for people to find people to play with, you know? Right. You know, we're still going to have the calendar option on the, on the site as always just for visual, but you know, the Slack thing helps with, you know, direct contact with said player to figure out if you can play or not. Correct. You know? Correct. Cause sometimes, you know, emails take a couple of days. Yep. Uh, this is just a, a much more uh, faster way to get in touch with people. Um, and then you could ultimately DM people and, you know, get in contact and that way um, branch off, start kind of your own little group chats and, and stuff like that so that you guys could play all year. It's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, that's another new feature. Um, we got a, we got a lot of new stuff. <laughs> when you put it that way. Well, there, there's, there's actually a lot more, but um, we could save that stuff for down the road, though. Yeah, true. You know, we could, we could slowly read. We got to save something for, for around Christmas time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I usually. Oh, uh, I mean. W- Christmas time, we could talk about what new clubs everybody's going to get. That's true. Well, speaking of, I don't know if we'll have it up by then, um, but the raffle should be back up, um, the CGT raffle. So let's let's touch base there. Yeah. Well, a lot of guys don't know about it. Um, essentially, if you're a, a lottery ticket guy, you like raffles, you like anything that do with, you know, risking 20 to win a new set of irons 20 bucks to win a new scotty camera yeah the cgt raffle is is right up your alley um actually in the outing on saturday do you know kevin mccann no i do not okay so he's a he's a good dude copper good friend of mine um he's got the nicest bag there and most of it came from the cgt raffle he won a new he won i think a new set of Titleist irons. And then I think he also won a driver or maybe wedges. I forget, but he doesn't play a ton. Uh, just plays in like casual outings. Maybe gets out. Oh, he was 60 bucks in on a $1,000 plus bag. Don't get me wrong. He, he, he got in pretty much every, every raffle. So yeah. he was, he was a very good, you know, supporter of the raffle, but gotcha. even when, you know, back in the day when we would be, you know, maybe, at the bar too late the guy if we played he was one of those guys if we played ship captain crew or any type of late night game mm-hmm. he always walked out with with everything pretty much so oh, so he's got a horseshoe he's got a horseshoe up his ass yes there you go yeah but no so going back to the cgt raffle um that's on facebook but what i think we're going to do is bring it to our website um in kind of move it from Facebook to our website and, and figure out a way to, to do it from there. We'll probably still do it live from Facebook, but have, you know, all of the info on our website. So that will probably be, uh, you know, in what's new or an email sent out in the next couple of weeks, letting everybody, you know, know about that. Yep. Um, and then going back, if we have our clubs available, the stuff that we're going to be selling, uh, and it's legal. We have our, our business license. We could 
we're allowed to to sell clubs and, and balls and stuff like that online. So don't feel like you're you're doing anything wrong there. Um, but that's just something else. You know, we're we're going to be able to to offer. Um, and if we can get that up by Christmas, that would be awesome. It's a big it's a big ask, but um, you know, it, it ultimately depends on inventory. Yeah, well, that's been pretty rough right now. I talked to our guys over at uh, White Mountain and some stuff for next year, man. He said it's not looking good. It's probably all sitting on the ocean still. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of White Mountain, uh, quick White Mountain plug. Um, if anybody, you know, in the especially on the South Side Tour, if you guys aren't going to White Mountain, you're you're losing money. Basically. They're 10% cheaper than any big box store, Dick's, Golf Galaxy, and that's that's legit. Um, they've been in business 33 years. Brian is awesome. He runs the place. Um, Roger is, is the master magician fitter. Um, he gets you dialed in. They got me dialed in with my bag. Uh, they're just really good dudes. They, they're no bullshit. That's kind of you know why they've been there 33, 33 years. They're not just going to try to sell you on some shit you don't need. Um, you know, they have track in there. They're really numbers-based. They're really analytical. Um, so go to White Mountain. There you go. Basically. Sorry uh, from Tom. So, yeah, man, we have a ton planned for 2022. Those are a lot of the changes we have. You know, obviously a lot more that uh, you and I discussed. And, you know, minor things, but just ultimately we'll make – you know, next year that much better. Yep. Um, so we're really looking forward to that. Um, and then as always, are you ready for my top three? Oh yeah. Bring it. Let's do it. Have you thought about it at all? What you're going to say? No. Yeah. no, I have no clue where you're going to go. And I'm kind of worried because after catching you off guard last week, I can, I don't know where you're going to go. This, this one's not like <clears throat> anything crazy. That's, I mean, it's going to take a little bit of thought. Okay. Um, but I want to know what Rob's top three favorite turn snacks or food items on the golf course are. Oh, I like that. I did think about that the other week, trying to come up with your question. Uh, top three snacks. Well, I mean, you can never, ever go wrong with a hot dog at a golf course. Is that your, is that in your one hole? I would have to say. I mean, yeah. I don't think I've ever – had a bad hot dog at a golf course and i've had bad dogs. what you've never had a bad hot dog at a golf course i mean will you get them at marquette park again man what this guy i mean jesus um no well, okay i personally every course that i've been to that i got a hot dog at i haven't had a bad hot dog and they seem to taste a little bit better maybe that's because i'm golfing and not having to deal with kids or anything like that, but hot dog would have to be. I put that as number two. Uh, the, hot dog, the hot dog just moved into the two hole. It was never in the one hole, but I'm just saying that's. Okay. Unless I did say it was one hole, but no, I put it at two. My my uh my big thing is uh Nature Valley peanut butter crunch granola bar. Okay, that's always good at the turn. Yeah, especially when a quarter of it is on your, your chest after eating it. Or in the beard. <laughs> yeah. Save it for later. Dude, they're awesome. They're just the pain they ass to eat. Yeah. Well, but they're good. Oh, they yeah. Yeah. 
And it, um, uh, I'll go with uh, probably not the fan favorite, but I'm a big uh, honey crisp apple and a banana guy too on the course. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, you could have said, this is what I eat in the car on the way to the course. Gotta get out. And then uh, liquid IV. That's oh, good. Oh, oh, that, this is the top three, not the top four. All right. Well, okay. So you just got, talking out loud here. You got my, you got my mind going. Well, I'm coming in hot after you brought up Marquette Park. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta re- represent the South Side Tour here. There you go. Oh, oh hey, I played Rita at Mar- Marquette Park, so I've been there. I just never got a hot dog there. Dude, actually, I don't know if I've ever had a hot dog there either, but there's tons of hot dog and taco cards right over there. So <laughs> I'm sure they're probably fire. <laughs> All right, so then what's your top three? So, hold on. Let's recap. Your top, your your three hole. Was- All right, I'll go. I'll go. Banana, apple for three, hot dog for two, and a good old Nature Valley peanut butter crunch bar for the, the old number one spot. But mind you, I play – I like to play at like six in the morning, so I'm more of a big a breakfast guy, breakfast food when playing. Yeah, and I probably should have declared beforehand that you could throw a beverage in there, but, I mean, you, I think you got it because you tried to. Um, at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. Uh, oh. I would have to go number three hole is a cold Snickers. Oh, damn it. You know what? Oh, that's you what it used to be. You don't think I've thought about this for a while. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's either, you know, uh, when I worked at Papa, the go- uh, golf course, over the summer, that was always – you freeze the stickers and you freeze peanut butter cups. Yep. And that was – oh, man. Yep. Great pull right there. Yeah. On a Great hot, pull. On a hot summer day at cold Snickers is – it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, number two, I would probably – this might be, like, cliche or whatever. I'm going to say an ice-cold Gatorade. With or without little Tito's? Yeah, you could. Yeah, whatever. I usually just get a cup of ice just for the Gatorade. There you go. Um, you know, just a nice quencher. Um, again, hot summer day. Usually take down a couple two tree Gatorades. Dude, that's how your brother was with Chris Ward. He had like three Red Bulls. Yeah, he's a, he's a big sugar-free Red Bull guy. He mixes that with Gatorade and, and water and some other concoctions. Um, and then... You know, the one hole, traditional, got to go with the hot dog. There you go. Okay. Got to go with the hot dog. What – so you technically have never had a bad hot dog before, which is complete bullshit. What's your favorite hot dog? Do you, do you know that at least? Yeah, well, Papa Golf Club, they have those big jumbo hot dogs at the gazebo. It's just perfect. Okay. So are you more – I'm more of like – I'm more of like a I, – I call them baseball hot dogs. So I like when they're almost like soft inside tinfoil for like a half hour, just like steaming, where they pretty much like just dissolve in your mouth. Like they're mush? Not mush. So let's let's clarify <laughs> that. I don't like it hard. You talk about how like when, you know, you're at 
grade school when you got the hot lunches and it was hot dog day and they sat in the tinfoil? I don't know because I never – we didn't – we weren't hot lunch people. Mm. Yeah, CT used to – God bless her. Uh, she used to – we were brown bag, folded perfectly, one staple in each corner in huge black Sharpie time. Like, it was – that's where I get my OCD from. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but, no, just like a – I just like a good steam – to the overall product. Yeah, I'm I take a steam over a grilled hot dog any day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um who's got a really good dog? Um, I would probably have to say Silver Lakes has a good dog. Really? Well, so that's funny that you bring up the hot dog because Vince, who plays on the West Side Tour next year wants to implement a hot dog review for every golf course that we play. Just a heads up. I love it. So look out for that one. He wants to uh, bring that to the tour. Like he wants to review it himself? Yeah. So his thought, and I got a kick out of it, he's going to have a hot dog at every course that we play on tour. Mm -hmm. He would like to jump on the podcast and give a little review of said hot dog or put something on the site about how he feels about how the hot dogs were. I'm, I'm in on that. A thousand, yeah. a thousand percent. There you go. Yeah. So we'll have Vinny, the hot dog guy. There you go. Yeah. I'm all he'll be excited. He'll be excited when he hears this. No. Oh yeah. I mean, I love that. I'm a big, big foodie. Um, I'm sure you are as well. Looking at your, <laughs> I mean, statue. yeah. Yep. Um, but no, I mean, I would say 80% of the time I play, I'm getting hot. Even if it's at, if I make the turn at like 8.30 in the morning, I'm still getting a hot dog. Still getting a hot dog, huh? Oh, yeah. Because oh. then I get hangry, and then I got to go, then I got to go to the three hole and get my Snickers. <laughs> you know, so it's all, it's all a process, man. But, uh, I mean, I'll make sure if we play, I have plenty of snacks in the bag for you. Yeah. Until next time. Stay tuned there, folks. And, uh, Bob, we'll see you in the fairway. See you in the fairway, Tom.